Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hello and welcome into a Monday edition of Sports Scene. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Elliot will produce uh, the broadcast today. Um, lots of different things to talk about today. Um, obviously, uh, we'll talk the NFL and the playoffs. Jacksonville, I thought, acquitted itself pretty well. Just couldn't quite get over the hump. Uh, I, I told you from about week two that I really liked San Francisco. Well, I still do. And let me just tell you, you can. I'm not saying that an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady, you know, aren't good quarterbacks. Joe Burrow, in my opinion, is the best quarterback in the NFL, period, right now. Period. That dude is good. Now, does it help to have the receiving core that he has, yes. Snow didn't bother him, and they had three offensive linemen out. He just kind of moved, great feet in the pocket, great vision down the field. Uh, he's the real deal. Ben Shelton, congratulations to the former Gator tennis player as uh, he's made it to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Really cool. So congratulations to him. Um, Also, as baseball and softball get closer to starting, Baseball America has given Florida baseball a preseason number three ranking. And it's the fourth preseason top ten ranking uh, Florida has received. Let's put it this way. They are a consensus top 10 team. That's what Florida baseball is going into the year. This is interesting, though. Eight, eight SEC teams were in Baseball America's preseason top 25, including seven of the top 11 teams. Think of that. Seven of the top 11 teams in Baseball America's poll are SEC teams. Number one, LSU. Number two, Tennessee, number three, Florida, number six, Vanderbilt, number seven, Texas A&M, number 10, Ole Miss, number 11, Arkansas, number 22, Auburn. Of those teams, Florida hosts Vanderbilt and Auburn, has to go to Tennessee, to Texas A&M, and to Ole Miss. And they've got Miami. Again, I think they're way overrated at number eight. So Florida has a total of six preseason top 25 opponents in Baseball America's poll on their schedule. So if the Gators get to Omaha, man, they're going to earn it. Last year, Florida won 40 games again. People forget that. But again, only 15 and 50 in the league still managed to uh, get a regional. But once again, 
The schedule is crazy. Softball. Four Gators earning spots on several national preseason top 100 lists. Skylar Wallace, Charla Eccles, Kendra Falby, and Pal Egan. Congratulations to them. Wallace uh, is a consensus top 25 player. Eccles, a consensus top 35. Falby, a consensus top 40. That's one of the reasons why those teams are good. Today, believe it or not, we're going to talk a little Gator golf. Gator men's golf team can be really good this year. Their coach, J.C. Deacon, will join us here in about five minutes. And then South Carolina's play-by-play voice, Derek Scott, will join us top of the 1 o'clock hour to uh, preview South Carolina hoops, Florida's next opponent. Isn't it funny, talking about Gator hoops, when Florida scored, you know, the eight, when they shot 8% in the first half against A&M, Everybody called here, well, what can, Florida got it out there. What can they do? Well, look, it doesn't mean, and I said this with Mark here, it doesn't mean that coaches don't realize things, maybe try to change things up. Florida did just fine, thank you. But they only scored 61 points the other day. That's how this league is. I get it. Alabama can score. Well, Alabama might be the number one team in the country. Most teams in this league you're going to play games in that world. That's just how it is. And then, I want a little NFL talk today. Do you like the matchup? Who do you like for the Super Bowl? I, under, I understand that playing quarterback now is great and a curse. Because look at Dallas. Who's getting blamed for Dallas's loss? Dak Prescott. And I'm going to tell you something else. Why is it in not just the NFL, but even at the college level, why are receivers so diva-ish? No other position is like that. Stephon Diggs, going, he's supposed to be a team captain. And he's whining yesterday, you know, after the game. Because you didn't get the ball. You didn't get the ball. Well, maybe you should get open more. How about that? Get more open. Get the ball. All right? I'm, t- I'm so tired of that. If you're supposed to be a team, and then you rip the quarterback. I, I know one thing. If I threw Stephon Diggs a ball and he dropped it, I would be all over him as a quarterback. Because if you're going to do that kind of stuff. You know, I don't want to hear, I'm frustrated. Well, you know what? A lot of people are frustrated. You, know, you don't think the quarterback's frustrated? You don't think the defensive back is frustrated that lose the game? Oh, I'm just done with it. But that's just the way, that's the nature of the beast. We're going to talk. Uh, we'll get a quick call from Jerry here before we get to Coach Deacon. Jerry, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, just real quick. In that Jacksonville game yesterday, uh, that fumble there, that critical fumble in the fourth quarter, um, down around the goal line in the red zone. To me, that looked like he, you know, he hadn't made a football move, and it, 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 it shouldn't have been a fumble. You know, at the very least, it should have been looked at or questioned. And I just wanted to get your take on it. Once again, you're talking about. I don't care how many replays you have. I don't care how many angles you have. It's still being looked at and judged 
by human beings. And every once in a while, you're going to have a play <laughs> that isn't reviewed, and you're watching and going, well, I don't think this happened. Well, the official thinks otherwise. That that's I don't care how many replays you have, that's never going to go away, ever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, is that something he could have challenged? I mean, I certainly think it would have been worth a challenge. Uh, well, I'm guessing that they didn't get the buzz from up top, and I think you're also discussing it on the sidelines. Maybe they saw something where we're not going to challenge it because they thought the ruling was right. I'm, I'm sure if they thought they had a chance to challenge it, I mean, my common sense tells me they would have done it. Yeah. Yeah, well, stranger things have happened. Uh, I'm a Dolphin fan, so I can certainly uh, attribute to you know challenging things that shouldn't and, and not challenging things that you should. But yeah, I guess I, I can't think of any other reason. All right, thanks, Steve. Yes, sir. Thank you, Jerry. Twelve thirteen time check brought to you by Hayes Shirley Gator Golf. Our topic with Coach JC Deacon next. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. Former Gators tennis star Ben Shelton has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. At just 20 years old, Shelton becomes the first American man in two decades to reach a major quarterfinal before turning 21. Moving from the tennis court to the hardwood, it's a big week for SEC basketball. Some of the top games include LSU facing number 25 Arkansas, Georgia going up against number 9 Tennessee, and the Florida Gators facing South Carolina at the O-Dome on Wednesday night. Florida is now 4-3 in conference play after beating Mississippi State on Saturday. Taking a look at the NBA, the Orlando Magic are back at the Amway Center tonight against the Boston Celtics. Magic enter the game at 17-29, and and the Miami Heat are off tonight and play the Celtics tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Happy New Year! With the NFL playoffs and NBA All-Star Weekend upon us, it's time to upgrade your home entertainment with help from Electronics World. Hi, this is Tom Collette. At Electronics World, we can get you into a new Sony 4K big screen TV or design and install a home theater room for less than you might think. We'll put you right in the middle of the action for every score. Come see for yourself. Visit our showroom at Electronics World in Gainesville today or online at electronicsworld.net. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Everybody's friendly. You know, you walk into some places and you can tell who's having a bad day. Not here. It's like everybody's having a good day. Every day. Expect the unexpected. I thought I had the worst dental problems that anyone could have. Not so. Uh, once, it, once we got into the procedures and, and he explained everything that was going to be done, my problems seemed few. If you have any type of hang-ups or fears, anxiety about going to the dentist, which most people probably do, I can assure you, especially from my experience, that they'll relax you enough to where you, you don't have those fears or anxieties. And that's been the greatest part of, of being here, and that's why I continue to stay here. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. 
The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 
and uh, just said, you know, if I can ever help with anything. And he did all the time. And then uh, Mark Leon, our, our uh, previous assistant, got the head coaching job down at F- FAU. And I'll never forget it. Duds was up here helping us out um, when I, it was just me at the time. And he walked in my office and he said, man, I, you know, I'm dealing with some injuries. I, I just don't want to chase it anymore. And I want to come and help you. I want to do this full time. And uh, I said, man, I, are you sure you're get, getting, you know, you know what you're getting into just because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, a lot of recruiting and it's not just, uh, you know, the fun stuff that, that uh, he may have participated in the past, but he has been incredible. Um, he loves his job. He's as hardworking coach as, as I've ever been around. And, you know, 30 years of PGA Tour experience that he's helping pass on to our players and future recruits is, I just don't think you can find it anywhere else in the country. So we're, we're super blessed to have him. And then um, currently our volunteer assistant coach is top 25 player in the world and Billy Horschel and Billy bleeds orange and blue. Um, you know, nothing means more to him than, than the Florida Gators. And, um, you know, our guys have, have got two incredible resources in those guys. And I think, you know, it's really starting to show in, in our development of our guys. JC, for those who may not know how this works, you, you guys play in different tournaments. How do you determine lineups, who you're going to use for your tournaments? That's a, a great question and very relevant. We just uh, just finished round five of our spring team qualifying yesterday, so we'll play uh, one more round on Thursday. So that's six rounds for our 14 guys that are participating right now. And, you know, we offer a couple spots out of the qualifying. So this one, it's the top two guys, and then we'll have three coaches picks. Um, but we always have a, have a qualifying tournament for, for each tournament we're going to. And then um, you can start building up. I mean, the most important thing is playing well on the road. So um, if the guys can go, go out, qualify at home, and then go play well on the road, um, you know, they're going to get a chance to, to continue to play. But I think that's, that's the best part about our team right now is is we're loaded with depth. We've got probably eight or nine guys competing for those five spots. So it's it's really really competitive at home, and uh, you know that helps helps keep everyone sharp. J.C. Deacon, Gator Men's Golf Coach, with us here. They're going to start their season at the end of the month at a tournament over at Sawgrass. You've got your seniors, Castillo, Biondi, those guys. Uh, are they your leaders? Do, 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 are they the guys that are leading this group? Yeah, we got. It's 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 a really interesting group. I'm you know there's uh, the the core of our score right now is coming from Fred Biondi, Ricky Castillo, Yushin Lin, John Dubois uh, won the SEC champion championship as an individual last year, yep. and then really in the fall, Quentin Debove uh, from France. He hadn't played well for about two years, and um, he was our best player this past fall, and and really carried us um, a lot of the time. So. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a a lineup full of experience. They've all been there. They've all played at Greyhawk, which is what's hosting the national championship in May. They've all played a ton of rounds at Sea Island, where we play the SEC champion championship. So it's nice as a coach, you you got those guys to rely on. But um, behind them, uh, we got some sophomores and juniors who are really leading by example. Their their work ethic, attitudes, grades. Uh, work in the gym has been incredible and that uh, that really has me excited you know for next August too when these uh, when these old boys move on to to the pro level. (laughs) Uh, I'm glad you mentioned 
work in the gym, JC, because a lot of times, you know, you don't think of that in terms of the game of golf uh, for at the collegiate level. How important is that for you for the success of your team? Um, great question, Steve. Um, Marcus First is our uh, strength and conditioning coach, and he started with us about two years ago. And I have seen with my own eyes uh, this young man has changed at least three of our players' lives, and wow. that's on and off the golf course. Marcus does an unbelievable job. We have we have a couple of our players that are in the gym six or seven days a week, and uh, Quinton DeBove, who I mentioned, um, as a, who was our best player this fall. Um, he came in, I'm getting a little technical with golf terms here, but he came to Florida and had his ball speed with his driver was about 166 to 169 miles an hour. Well, that's up to about 180 to 185 miles an hour for Quinton now. And, um, you know, adding on that distance, which equates to about 20, 25 yards, you know, he's hitting it, it long and straight and he's got a wedge in his hand now instead of a, a seven or eight iron. So, the guys that we've seen that have really committed to the gym um, at this age, uh, you know, with the new Heavener Center and um, our ability to be able to eat pretty much whatever they want any time of day, our guys are putting on some substantial muscle and strength, and we're seeing it directly impact, you know, our team in a positive direction, and, and these kids are giving themselves a chance to, to be really successful at the next level as well. Well, that's really cool. They're going to open up uh, at the end of the month at the C-Best Invitational and move on from there. JC, thank you for doing this and previewing your season and your team, and we will get you back, I promise. Good to have you. Thanks, Steve, and uh, let's go Ben Shelton. He's, yeah. uh, he's putting on a show for Gator Nation right now. It's been fun to watch. Yeah, no doubt about it. Thanks, JC. Appreciate you. Thanks. Yep, JC Deacon, head uh, men's golf coach at University of Florida, and they are ranked in the top ten. Good to see that. Uh, all right, until we get uh, Derek Scott, the play-by-play voice of South Carolina. It'll be you and me. Uh, as you call in today, a provocative question for you. I'm going to take, a, you know, over the over 25 years, I've done the uh, unofficial sports scene poll. Well, here's another one, okay? Today, as we know it today, if you, would you keep NIL, or would you scrap it? If you were the czar of college sports, would you keep NIL or would you scrap it? I'm just interested in how you think about this. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If it's happening with the Gator Nation, hear it here first. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You don't have to go through yet another year with that knee pain or back pain. People with chronic joint pain are getting real lasting relief from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics are the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Their unique protocols use healing agents from your own body to target aching joints, repairing and restoring damaged tissue so you can move again with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Got shoulder pain, excruciating hip pain? If you have any arthritis pain or lingering pain from an injury, don't let them operate on you or give you more steroids and say no to the pain pills. 
Call QC Kinetics and see if their life-changing, all-natural treatments can get you living your best life in the new year. I'm telling you, people are raving about these treatments. This is the future of joint pain management, and appointments are available as soon as the next week. Make 2023 the year you say goodbye to joint pain. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. At International Diamond Center, it's not just a new year. It's a new opportunity to bring you more choices, more value, more ways to celebrate your love. So we've expanded our selection of exquisite, hand-picked, ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats, all shapes, all sizes, all at our famous no-middleman prices. This year especially, we know price matters, and we're committed to delivering the best value every day. We've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry, new cutting-edge fashion-forward rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, things you can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre-owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non-commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center. Locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Make the switch to green soaps and personal products and green cleaning products for the sink and shower. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds will gradually clear out as we go through the day today, but it will be on the cool side thanks to north-northwesterly winds. Those winds will be at times gusty as well, getting upwards of 20 to even 25 miles per hour. Highs today only in the low to mid-60s. That's a couple of degrees below average. Lows tonight fall into the 30s. It will be a cold night, but we'll start to warm things up by tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Start talking about Josh Allen MVP, Josh Allen this and that and all this and that. Put that in the rearview mirror. Now the conversation is start of the 2023 football season. Who's going to win the MVP? Is it Joe Burrow? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts. Those will be all the four or five names that we talk about when I believe Joe Burrow at the top. Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Welcome back, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Bring Wayne to the show. Hi, Wayne. Hey, Steve. Uh, yeah, on your question about scrapping that or keeping it, I would scrap it, like, right now. <laughs> it, it, there's, a lot, there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, I all this thing like the quarterback that, you know, the 13 million and, there's no way he would be worth that. You don't even know if he can play football. How many five-star players have we saw come in that, you know, never panned out? You you don't know how you're going to give somebody that kind of money. And uh, 
to me, I would let it go. Give, I would give everybody, try to treat everybody fair. I think uh, those guys get schooling, which I paid for and you paid for. Whenever we went, there are books, food, and a place to stay, and give them, uh, you know, I don't know what would be a fair price, a couple hundred dollars a week. That'd be a lot of spending money for a young man. Uh, and and try to treat everybody the same because there are some guys there, they're, they're practicing every day. They're lifting weights every day. They're doing the right things, going to school. But we we forgot. I think we forgot. It's It's about education. Most of those guys need to get their education because they're never going to play pro football. And and that's my opinion. Well, you know, that's how I feel. Yeah, they're still getting an education with or without NIL. That, that I mean, that's yeah. there. Some of them are. Yeah, I, I apologize for saying it that way, but yeah, you and, know, I know, I know. And I and yeah. I and I think the thing about fairness, uh, I get it, but. If college is supposed to prepare you for the real world, then it isn't about fairness because the world isn't fair. If, if, you're a, if you go to the NFL, some players make more money than others. If you play Major League Baseball, some players make more money than other players. It's not, it's not equal. It's not a, you know, everybody makes the same. So yes, I, I, I think it but does teach you, you that. To- by the time you get to the NFL, though, they're paying you more because you proved yourself. And if you don't prove yourself in the NFL, you're not going to make it very long. And he's like this idea of getting money up front. I like the idea of, like, prove yourself first. Well, Come okay, let, let, let's, the, let's take that mm-hmm. argument, Wayne, okay? When you yeah. say okay. by the time you get to the NFL, you've proven yourself. At the college That's level, you have. It's a good college level, yes. But how many guys are first-round draft picks in the NFL and never make it? Never make it. That's true. And, and I, like I said, that's the reason I said they, uh, they're not going to get paid good money very long if they don't, you know, what I'm saying. So Okay. I, I, I just um, – anyway, Steve, I really appreciate your show. I really enjoyed um, your talk today about basketball. Well, let's, and, uh, we'll hopefully keep, keep that up. Good work. Yeah, keep it up, brother. I okay. appreciate you. Thank you, Wayne. Appreciate your call. Well, once again, Florida won the game. Nobody's calling about basketball. When I The thing that has changed in sports. Well, let me get to some emails first. William says, been on the soapbox for years in your show. Simple. NIL is great with me if we have standard rules for everybody to play in the sandbox. That's why the NFL NBA works. I agree with that. This whole state-to-state stuff, Congress involved, it's really stupidity. This is why college football needs a commissioner, not rocket science. We're talking here. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is, William. I hear you. It's not, but it is. And from a fan, from a fan, what's the most frustrating is, it's just like, look, I'm not going to get onto the government bandwagon, but... You know, how come there are certain things that, you know, are health care? Wh- wh- why do other countries do it and we don't seem to? I mean, stuff like that, right? It's the same thing with NIL. It, it seems pretty simple. But remember, the NFL has long been established. The NBA, MLB have long been established. This is completely new territory here that's but 
Once again, if cooler heads had prevailed here, they would have held off on this. Even the lawsuit came out and said, okay, give us time to implement something. We understand you won the lawsuit, you're going to get paid, but let's do this right. Instead, you have what you have. Mark says, if you were Jerry Jones, would you reach out to Brady and see if there's any interest on his end? No. I think they're, they're sold on Dak Prescott. Um, I don't even think that's a thought. BB says, Gator basketball, good effort, but my undergrad, grass to our Gators, smart coaching job with that timeout near the end. Uh, NFL thoughts from the weekend, Jags had chances, Mahomes' injury would be tricky. Yeah, that's true. Didn't think the Giants would get hosed like that. I don't think anybody did. Uh, Kittle made one of the best catches I've ever seen. Dak was just off. Yep. Uh, didn't know Dwight Clark had passed away. Yeah, uh, from ALS he had passed away. Yeah, he had made the catch. Um, and, you know, if you're old or older, you know, those, those old, when the Cowboys were really good and the 49ers were really good, you know, Steve Young, Joe Montana, all that group, um, they played a lot in the playoffs. So that's why it was kind of nostalgic a little bit uh, to see that yesterday. Lucas says that keep NIL have to be guidelines first and foremost, cannot be used as a recruiting tool. Second, you can't get the money till you enroll and part of the team. Third, there must be a cap like the NFL. Well, once again, uh, you would hope um, there'd be something here that will develop where every uh, entity understands what's going on. Let's talk some sports, folks. 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Later in the week, we've got some good guests coming on here. Uh, Santa Fe College begins its baseball and softball seasons soon. And Coach Wiggs, Coach Webster will both be here this week. Um, we're going to talk to Pro Football Focus, a little NFL talk. Um, that's coming up this week. And we're working on some other guests as well. Um, we, we're in this lull now where, you know, the spring sports haven't started yet. Um, football's winding down. God forbid there's no college football to talk about. Uh, so, yeah, we're, we're kind of in that, that realm now. Um, but, Elliot, we'll continue to take your calls, and we'll continue to talk sports with you as we get your calls, questions, and comments. Coming from Copper Gator. Copper Gator, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Um, I, I wanted to call, you know, I was not up at 4 o'clock this morning uh, and watching Ben Shelton win his fourth-round matchup in the Australian Open, but you know, it's good to see, you know, an ex-individual champ, an ex-team champ for the Gators making a heck of a run there in the Australia Open. Yep, it is good. And, you know, this is what I think some Gator fans have missed. That, I mean, look, back in the old days, you had, you know, Emmett Smith and, you know, Jack Youngblood and guys like that. Well, who, let me ask this question. Who right now yeah. would you say is the best Gator in the NFL? Well, that's 
And that, I was thinking about the other day because I'm looking at the the pre-shot the the draft order right now and seeing if Anthony Richard dropped out of 15, and he's not even in the first round right now. No, no, I mean so I in, in the NFL him. now, like today. In other words, playing on a team right now, who jumps out at you? I mean, you got to think Kyle Trask is the backup at at, at Tampa, but he's, he's a backup. Playing, yeah, I mean, you got to look at Houston. Used to play for the, he started at Indy, came on strong at the end of the year. I would still consider him a Gator. James Houston, he, he, he did real well, might be rookie of the year defensively if he was started all the season. Yeah, Here, here's my uh, point with he, that. I, I think a lot of Gator playing. fans, Copper Gator, are really yeah. latching on to Ben Shelton because yeah. he's really good. And yeah. we uh, Gator fans don't have that now in the major sports. Yeah. In the NFL, Florida has some good players, but right. you know what? there are some really good, solid players that are from Florida in the NFL. But there's no Emmett Smith. There's no Jack Youngblood. There's no guy like that. Shelton, while he's not there yet, may be on his way. Well, and, and I think that's the – I think you're hitting a, a nail on the head right here, Steve, is that you think about even in baseball and basketball, like the last people that we really know from a basketball team standpoint is what? That are, that are doing well? Are the, are the O4s? Maybe you've got Bradley Beal that played a year here and he's still playing in it. But you have no big names that are that you're following in the NBA, MLB having to come up through the ranks. You got Singer that still did well last year, but that took five years to develop. You don't have the Logan Shores, AJ Punk's coming out of the pin now. I mean, you got a Pete Alonzo that might be a name, but I'm just a diehard baseball fan, so I know those. But I think you're right. It's easier to follow an individual player like this, you know, than it is to to follow uh, multiple aspects of a, of a multiple sport thing. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and I think because he is really ascending, you know, Gator Nation. And look, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a big tennis guy, and I'm not knocking the sport. Yeah. It takes great skill to play it, but it's not a sport that normally somebody's not going to call here and go, "Man, how about Djokovic in the French Open?" Not, we just, it's just not a, a sport like that. But he, because of what he is doing, is yeah. is is creating that for for Gator faithful, and that's really cool. And, and the last thing that I'm going to ask you, Steve, you know, I know you, you know, got kids and things like that. Is if you were his dad, do you, do you, do you take the time off in the next day or two and hop on a plane and fly out to Australia and catch the quarterfinal round where he just, you know, as a, as a dad, I've got two kids. If this is an opportunity to really see him in his first Grand Slam and, and the Australia Open, I know they got the season going on right now. Then I'd be on the first plane over to check this out and go Gators, and we'll talk to y'all later. Okay, thank you. I hope to ask Coach Shelton that tomorrow. Uh, Gator Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. So I saw this story on Twitter, and as you know with Twitter, you have to take everything with not even a grain, more like a uh, baseball-sized load of salt. Um, But I'm going to read it to you, and I just kind of want to know if you're buying or selling. Uh, So this – Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm here for a... Okay. That was informative. 1243, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. 
Former Gators men's tennis star Ben Shelton has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. At just 20 years of age, Shelton becomes the first American man in two decades to reach a major quarterfinal before turning 21. And it's a big week of SEC basketball. Some of the top games include LSU facing number 25 Arkansas, Georgia going up against number 9 Tennessee, and the Florida Gators facing South Carolina at the O-Dome on Wednesday night. Florida is now 4-3 in conference play after beating Mississippi State on Saturday. And in high school basketball, we also have a full slate of games tonight. Top games in the area include Williston versus Newberry, Hawthorne versus Ocala Forest, and Bradford versus PK Young. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8:50 AM, WRUF. Outdoor enthusiasts, springtime is just around the corner, so now's the time to stop into Polaris of Gainesville during the spring sales event for a new Tracker Marine boat. The 2023 models have arrived and the 2022 models are clearing out. Right now, save thousands on 2022 models and leave with a low payment and all credit is accepted too. Basser Biting and Polaris of Gainesville has the Pro Team 175, the best-selling aluminum fishing boat powered by Mercury Marine. Every model comes complete ready to fish. Basically, turn the key and go. If fishing is not your thing and being with family and friends is, then a Sun Tracker pontoon boat might just be perfect for you. Every model features multiple lounges and spacious room and are powered by the ultra-reliable Mercury outboard motor. Feeling salty? Mako boats powered by Mercury will allow you to chase the really big ones. Or maybe pre-owned fit your budget more. Polaris of Gainesville has a big selection to choose from. Have a boat you're not using or want to sell? We'll pay top dollar. So bring it for a quote on 441 between Gainesville and Alachua or visit PolarisofGainesville.com. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and you're opening up more than doors. You're unlocking potential with 16 body types, thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions as far as you want them to go. Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV by entering the Dan Patrick Show's Ultimate Fan Van Sweepstakes. To enter and get official rules, visit danpatrick.com for your chance to win. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more. Discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. From the film room to every fourth down conversion, football lives here. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Welcome back, 392-8255, email srussell at 
WRUF.com. Don't forget, uh, Derek Scott, the play-by-play voice of South Carolina, joins us top of the 1 o'clock hour as South Carolina is next for the Gators. D, you're up. How are you? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, Gator basketball in the NFL. Uh, you know, gutty win, ugly, like we said it was going to be mm-hmm. uh, on Friday. And, um, you know, they they tried to give it away, but they, they luckily uh, Mississippi State ran out of time. Um, you know, again, Steve, did, we're just not we're not going to score a lot. I think you said it. Uh, did, 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 we just don't have the – I mean, last year we were talking about a third score. This year, I don't even know if we have a second score. We just, uh, you know, it's game by game. Who's who's hot? Who's who's uh, you know? Will Richards starting to come on a little bit? He had twelve. Uh, you know, Kugel. I think if he gets more minutes, can be a double figure score. But you know, they're just trying to you know condition him. But he's still making an impact. Uh, you know, Lofton had a pretty decent game. Reeves had nine. Uh, but like you said, man, uh, Castleton is the only thing we can you know depend on from from game to game and it's going to be who uh you know who can give us you know 10 12 points you know each game so like i said friday man we split could have won two but you know we got the one so that that was good yeah and right now it's a quad one win which is certainly good if it, i know it should, it'll stay that way but let's hope it does and you gotta beat carolina you you i, I know yeah. if you if you win the game it doesn't mean a whole lot in terms of you know, quad, all that. But if you lose that game where Carolina is, that's a big ding on your resume if that happens. Yeah, you, you can't sleep on them. I mean, they beat Kentucky. And yep. It's funny what two weeks has done, man. Kyle was on the deathbed, and now he's got – he's won three in a row. So, I mean, uh, you know, it's funny how sports can go. Well, uh, you know, NFL, I, Mark said this today, D. I, I, I'm not knocking Severe Wheeler at all. But he's a smallish guard, and he played eight minutes the other day. Eight. Right. Kentucky's playing better without him in the lineup. I mean, I, I think there's a cause and effect there. Now, is it long-term? We'll see. They just seem to mesh better without him playing a lot of minutes. I think you're going to continue to see him uh, continue to play off the bench. We'll see if he stays happy. But I think that's what Kentucky has to do. Right. Uh, NFL, Steve, uh, you know, you're talking about Dak. You think the Cowboys are sold on him. I, I, if I'm Jerry Jones, man, I think I have to, I have to draft a quarterback. Because I think it's, it's been year seven now. I think he's reached his ceiling. Uh, he had a great game last week. But, I mean, some of these passes he threw yesterday are just inexplicable. I mean, the, the one he threw, the interception he threw going into half, you know, a six-six. Uh, the, the worst thing you could do is turn the ball over, and he throws an interception. And it's just, man, it's at, at some point, you know, I don't think you get better as the years go on. I just think you—he's lost some arm strength. He's not as mobile as he used to be, and I, I think he's got two years left on his deal. And I just think that the, the turnovers were just, are just killers, man. You cannot turn the ball over, especially after we lost Pollard. That that killed us. Um, you know the quarterback's job is to protect the football, and it's it, it's amazing that uh, it's no coincidence, shall I say that? You know Dak Prescott and Josh Allen, two of the most turnover-prone quarterbacks, uh, are sitting home after uh, yesterday because they they can't protect the ball. Well, that wasn't so much Allen yesterday, but but previously, but yeah, right. I, I still think Allen is an elite quarterback. I don't think that of Dak Prescott. 
I think no. he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. And, you know, Dallas has enough weapons, I think, uh, even though, you know, Elliott's probably, you know, in decline a little bit. But it'll be interesting to see how they tweak it. I think Kellen Moore is a very good offensive coordinator, and they could lose him. Uh, and if that's the case, you know, who do they hire? And I think Prescott's got to become a little bit more of a runner. He's not like he used to be, but he's still a threat to run the ball. And a couple of times he did yesterday, I thought he did a pretty good job. But they're at a crossroads now because I think yep. they probably reached what I thought Frisco would win. And I think they're, I said this, they're really good. Um, so now are they at a crossroads with him? You know, where do they go from here with him? I think it's a legitimate question in Dallas. For sure. And uh, Joe Burrow, he, he is that deal, Steve. He is, man, some of the passes he threw yesterday, even the one that changed that they called incomplete. I mean, the window he, he uh, fitted through, uh, he's, he doesn't turn over the ball. He's always checks down when he has to. And I thought I thought Cincinnati really outpunked Buffalo. They out-physical them, and, you know, Buffalo has got to – it's amazing, Steve. They're a cold-weather team, but they play like they're – they play in California. They don't run the ball. They don't They don't try to run the ball. And in this time of year where the elements are, you know, tough, you have to be able to run the ball. And I think, you know, Cincinnati showed them that yesterday. They, it seemed they were more prepared for the cold than Buffalo. They didn't run Allen uh, until late in the game. And I thought, given the conditions, that – you know, that'd be something they, they might do. But I'm with you. You know, the traditional, you know, cold weather, we're going to pound you on the ground. We're at home. Uh, Buffalo doesn't, doesn't, first of all, they don't possess a back like that, in my opinion. They don't. Uh, they don't have Thurman Thomas there anymore. And when you have to rely, I, I think Beasley was a nice pickup for them. But if you're not going to get Diggs the ball, which is what they've done, you know, for the most part, their offense is in trouble. And look, I'll, I'll give this: Joe Burrow, to my knowledge, never complained when he was put on his rear end 70 times last year. He could have whined and moaned, "Get me help." Well, they went out and got help, but three offensive line starters are out yesterday, and as you said, they control the line of scrimmage. That, that's pretty good coaching. Yep, he elevates everybody around him. Be good, Steve. All right, D. Thank you. Look, you know, you can argue with Burrow that he's a when he was at LSU, he had all those, you know, those targets around him. And let's face it, Cincinnati's core of receivers are pretty good too. But he he's the real deal. Daryl says, scrap the NIL. He also says a few plays cost the Jags a win. Mahomes is unbelievable. His health. And, and you know what? Let's give it up for the longtime backup quarterback who goes in there and leads the Chiefs to a touchdown. That's why you have a veteran like that. that he's worth every penny they paid him. That's why you have a guy like that. And believe me, every team doesn't. He is a valuable, valuable commodity. And it showed yesterday. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, okay, a couple of emails here. Still phone calls, 392 Bill 
No one has said today in my, if you're just tuning in, I said, if you had a chance to say, scrap the NIL or keep it, what would you do? No one has said keep it. Bill says, scrap it, scrap it, scrap it. Bad for the sport. It, it's, not, it's not bad for the sport. It's bad for the sport now because there's no guardrails. If you had something that everybody could, you know, a cap or, or whatever it might be, I don't think as many people would have an issue. But there isn't that, and obviously you have what you have. Uh, David, got a good question here. He says, with Florida's softball and baseball teams both in everybody's top ten list, is it too presumptuous to say the expectation is Oklahoma City or Omaha? Ooh. I've not seen softball's schedule. But as you've seen with the baseball, look how many SEC teams in Baseball America's poll are in the top ten. And Florida plays a lot of those teams. Something's got to give, doesn't it? So the, All those teams, I don't think, can stay in the top ten because they'll start knocking each other off. Right or maybe maybe somebody's a Tennessee, like last year's Tennessee team, and they kind of, you know, walk through it. Even though the league was tough, but that's that that's hard to me. That it it I get it, I understand why people would think, you know, let's let let's Omaha, but boy, that is really really a uh, a difficult thing. Uh, and then finally, in this hour, Marcus, I got your email. You gave me war and peace here uh, that I can't really read on the air. Uh, but I, to answer your question off air here or on it, I, I don't know if I believe this or not. Um, I don't know. And one thing I can tell you, uh, Rashada now looks like uh, he will stick to the West Coast, if you believe, teams that may pursue him, uh, you know, a TCU uh, in Oregon. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens with him there. Uh, time uh, will certainly tell with that. Florida basketball men will play South Carolina Wednesday, and the Gamecocks have struggled. Uh, their play-by-play voice, Derek Scott, is going to join us at the top of this hour and then we'll continue to take your questions, calls, uh, and comments. And hopefully, uh, we will talk more sports with you. A lot of guests coming up later in the week. I want to talk more NFL. If you're a Jags fan, uh, how disappointed are you with what happened? You shouldn't be. Great season. I think the question now becomes for Jacksonville, can you sustain this? And this is where front office makes its money, right? And remember, they've got a guy... And Calvin Ridley, they traded for, they couldn't play. He's going to be on the roster next year. So, you know, they're going to have to go look at some salary cap things and whatnot, but the future for the Jags looks pretty bright. I don't see this as a one-year wonder. Hour two coming up. You're listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. 
WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to you know, be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any uh, health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your, your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. At Charmin, we heard you shouldn't talk about going to the bathroom in public, so we decided to sing about it. When you roll the Charmin up to South on the party, this is more so roll it back, everybody. Charmin's irresistibly soft and heavy nice. My crepe is always sucked. It's our party vibe. She's special and pink, so our chicks feel Charmin Ultra Soft is irresistibly soft and more absorbent, so you can use less. Enjoy the go with Charmin. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Monday. Elliot, producing the program today, we thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us. Always like to talk sports with you, 392-8255. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Well, Gator men's basketball, Gator women's basketball, both coming off wins. The Gator men Saturday at Mississippi State. The Gator women beating Vanderbilt yesterday. Next for the Florida men is a matchup here Wednesday with the South Carolina Gamecocks. Their play-by-play voice, Derek Scott, now joins us. Derek, always a pleasure to have you. Thanks for doing this. Steve, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thank you for taking the time. Uh, okay, Gator fan is going <clears> to <throat> come in and watch Carolina play on Wednesday. What do they see? Tell me about this team. Well, it's a team that is very much in transition insofar as you've got a first-year head coach with Lamont Paris, as you know, in Florida, that that means in the modern era with the transfer portal impacting things so much, that means a very different looking roster than what you may have seen from the Gamecocks under Frank Martin. Uh, most of the experienced personnel that were here hit the portal when Coach Martin uh, was released from his duties. And so Coach Paris 
has a, a different style and certainly uh, different personnel to work with. It is heavily focused around Gigi Jackson, who is a freshman phenom from here in Columbia. He is the leading scorer on this team at 16 a game, leading rebounder on this team as well, six and a half a game. He was a young man who was the consensus top player in the country for the class of 2023, but he reclassified in late July to become a part of the 2022 class and ended up at South Carolina staying home. He was originally committed to North Carolina, but that was for next year. They did not have a scholarship available for this year, and so the Gamecocks, who had recruited him hard under Coach Martin, were able to get back into the uh, pursuit and eventually land him. He has, uh, he's been very, very good, all things considered, but once conference play has started, it's been a different level of challenge, as it so often is for freshmen. He scored 30 on Saturday uh, in Carolina's uh, home loss, but uh, nonetheless, you know, he had a major impact in that game against Auburn. And it was good to see because, uh, really, to be honest with you, conference play, there's only been a couple games where his, his performance has really stood out to that level. And he's kind of learning about how physical the game is in this league. And certainly there's athleticism around every corner. You're not going to necessarily out-athlete other guys uh, once you get into conference play. And, that, and that's been, you know, the experience he's gone through. And it's impacted this team in a, in a great way to this point. You mentioned about the style difference between the two coaches. Can you elaborate that more as as fans watch your team? Sure. Sure. I mean, Frank Martin was always focused intently on defense. It was going to be a physical game. It was going to be a fist fight, a rock fight, call it what you will. Nothing was going to come easy against his squad. And, uh, and I think Coach Paris, his background, he spent a lot of years as an assistant at Wisconsin during their great run in the uh, 2010s. He was there from 11 to 17. They made seven straight NCAA tournament appearances. So from a pace standpoint, it looks a little bit more like that. Uh, and and then certainly, you know, at, at the other end, defensively, it's not as physical. There's not that effort to get out and deny passes on the wing. This is not a defense that has created many turnovers out of the opposition. It's got really, really low steal rates. It's, a, it's just a different approach to things. And, and to be honest with you, Steve, his hands are tied right now. I mean, it's not a roster that he, you know, that probably looks like the teams he wants to generate. I think you'll see that much more in year two. He did not, coming in when he did, did not get too aggressive in the transfer portal uh, and, and really was not positioned to do that. Um, so he's he's got some some shackles, if you will, on his wrists about what he can do uh, with this team, uh, and and it's showing uh, there's not much depth, and and so foul trouble can be really catastrophic for him. So I think these guys have to play that way to some degree. Um, you know, sometimes when it's not going well, effort isn't there. From what you've seen, Derek, is the effort from this group good? Yeah, the effort's been fine. It's just been slow starts have been such a problem. And and ironically, it's been at home. South Carolina has not led in any of its four SEC home games. Wow. On the road, on the other hand, they led wire to wire in beating Kentucky in Rupp Arena 
and led for most all of the game at Vanderbilt, a contest they lost in overtime. So go figure how to make sense <laughs> yeah. of that. I, I guess we're all just sitting here saying, hey, good, good news. Our next two games are on the road. You know, normally in the SEC, that's not yeah. something you think. But right now you got every reason to, uh, to, to argue that point. And, and so we'll see if they can get out of the gate a little bit quicker. It's just been so demoralizing to fall behind big early. Uh, and, and they just wrapped up a three-game homestand in which that happened in every single game. Mm. Derek Scott, our guest here, play-by-play voice for South Carolina. Gamecocks come to town here uh, on Wednesday. Uh, have you seen a player or two, Derek, that from the start of the year to now has either improved or you know gained more minutes for Coach? Well, the, the one guy who stands out, and it's, it's really not so much, um, you know, gaining more minutes so much as he's back to what we thought he would be preseason. Michi Johnson is the point guard for this team. He's a transfer from Ohio State. Steve, during the preseason, I don't know that I went to a single practice where he wasn't the best player on the floor. And, and the coaches were really excited about what he was showing and, 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 you know, maybe more than even they had bargained for in the transfer portal. But then in the opener, he rolled his ankle maybe 10 minutes into the game. And the entire month of November was just a loss for him. He wasn't healthy. When he played, you could tell the ankle bothered him enough that he was distracted. He didn't shoot it at all the way he had in preseason. And it just the explosiveness wasn't there. Calendar turns to December. You were wondering, okay, was preseason practice just fool's gold? You know, you were kind of questioning your own, you know, vision of what you were seeing in, in practice, your own evaluation skills. And then the calendar turns to December, and Michi really became the player we thought he was going to be. And he had a streak of 10 straight games scoring in double figures that ended this past week at Ole Miss. But, you know, coming into play on Saturday, he was in the top 10 in the, in the league in scoring in conference play up around 16 a game. Hasn't missed a free throw in conference play. Knocking down, a, you know, two and a half three-pointers per game he's got really significant depth he'll let it fly from anywhere and and probably some of his shots you kind of might give him the side eye on if you don't realize with this team the, the struggles to create offense leave you in a position where you almost you have to live live and die with uh, with what he can do I mean he, he went off for 26 at Kentucky uh, and also had six assists and six rebounds so you you know He's capable of having you know one of those nights where he can get on a heater, but because he's played so well lately, you notice other teams really focusing their defensive efforts more on him, and so he's got to adapt to that a little bit. But yeah, Michi is definitely one to keep an eye on when you you know anytime you've got a guy who's in conference play your leading scorer and your leading assist man, you, you realize how important he is to a team's success. Final question, just looking at the at the numbers, Derek, uh, not great depth. I mean, seven, eight deep, is that the, what Carolina normally goes? In conference play, yes. They've tried to play a few more guys in non-conference, but that that, that skill set just isn't there right now. Uh, they, they went, one thing I'll be intrigued to see, because they had been struggling so badly the last couple games going into Saturday, Coach Paris decided his his lineup, when you run the numbers, his most efficient lineup, both offensively and defensively, was a smaller lineup. His bigs just weren't producing, even rebounding. And so he tried the small lineup, you know, against Auburn, and Janai Broom just ate them alive. And so they quickly had to pivot, even before the first media timeout, to get one of the bigs back in there. And Josh Gray, to his credit, 
I thought gave them good numbers, good energy while he was out there. So the question is, but Net Josh has not been consistent in that in that regard. He's had some games where you look up and go, okay, that's what you ought to get out of a guy who's seven feet tall and two hundred fifty pounds, blocking shots, rebounding, real real factor on the offensive glass. But it just hasn't been consistent. So you know, the question I will be intrigued by is. Do they go back to the small lineup against a guy like Colin Castleton? I just don't know how that's even something you could really consider. But this is, you know, a team that's struggling enough right now that you've got some, you know, drastic measures might be necessary. So we'll all have to wait and see where that goes. Okay. And we will wait until Wednesday to see that when Carolina comes to town. And as will their play-by-play voice, Derek Scott. Derek, thanks, man. Always appreciate your time. All right, Steve. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Got it. Thank you. Uh, appreciate Derek Scott talking Carolina. They they are struggling. Uh, you know, Florida here, it, it's only one game, and there are outliers sometimes, but they gave up 94 points to Texas A&M, which is not normally a uh, you know high-scoring team. Elliot, who's the caller here? I don't have a name. Uh, okay, there we go. Total package, hello. Hey, how you doing, Steve? Okay. Um, I didn't get to listen this uh, at the 12 o'clock, so if I'm redundant, but obviously, you know, I'm going to talk about Ben Shelton a little bit. Um, things have turned out really well for him in terms of the draw. He hasn't had to play one uh, seeded player yet, and that will continue with his next match. Of course, if he wins his next match, he's going to have to play Djokovic, which would be very interesting. I hope and that happens. From, I, hope it, I hope it does, too. And his uh, his father was the highest ranking was 55, and now uh, Ben is already in the top 50 now based on his performance. Yeah, and the reason why I mean, look, I I, I just want to see how Shelton does against a Djokovic or somebody like that, just to see you know where he sort of fits. But you've got to take sure. it one at a time, obviously. But yeah, it's I mean, sure. it, it's really fun to see. And you know he's already beaten, uh, I guess he's top five player, Casper Rude, this year. Um, so he, he's got the potential. The other thing that's interesting is he's averaging, I, I think, about 129 miles on a serve, which is pretty darn fast. In the tournament, he has the highest speeded, uh, or rated speed of 142 on one serve, which is pretty crazy. That is crazy. So, and then switching over to football, I really like – I really like uh, the Bengals. I, I, I think it's going to be the Bengals and the Eagles, and I just the Eagles just seem to have it all. And I'm going to pick the Eagles over over uh, Cincinnati. Even if uh, Mahomes is 100%, I'm still picking Cincinnati over them. It'll be fun to watch that, and I hope Mahomes is close to 100%. I, when, I, when I watch games that are meaningful big-time games, I always want to see teams at their healthiest because then yeah, hopefully they play their best and the game turns out the best. I, I really hope that Mahomes will recover. Yeah, I agree. Enjoy okay. the show. Yep, TP, Thanks. thank you. Uh, 114, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. Former Gators men's tennis star Ben Shelton has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. At just 20 years of age, Shelton becomes the first American man in two decades to reach a major quarterfinal before turning 21. 
Moving to the hardwood, Gator women's basketball snapped its four-game losing streak on Sunday with a 73-55 win over Vanderbilt. UF is now 2-5 in the SEC and will play Auburn on the road next Monday. And in the NBA, the Orlando Magic are back in the Amway Center tonight against the Boston Celtics. The Magic enter with a 17-29 record, and the Miami Heat are off tonight. They'll play the Celtics tomorrow. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, the place I have gone for years to purchase my vehicles. I'll tell you what. If you're looking for the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, this is the place to go. Been in business over 40 years. The Cousins family has owned and operated that business, and the vehicles there are of the highest quality, and they do a great job of getting these high-quality vehicles there for you and a great selection as well. Different speeds, different makes and models. Uh, It's great. You can go in there and check them out either online at secars.com or by going in person to their place of business at Northeast 39th Avenue. In any case, they have great vehicles and only, only the best and late model used vehicles. No new vehicles. Drive around town, check it out. In front of you, you're likely to see a Southeast Car Agency Tacker. They've sold thousands of vehicles here over the years, including the one I'm driving right now. Go see him in person. Make sure and tell him Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. People here are raving about QC Kinetics and how regenerative medicine has changed their life. People like Helen, an avid mountain climber who got sidelined when an accident left her knees in constant pain. I was not able to train or do really anything on my knee. Helen was told surgery would be her only option. But then she found QC Kinetics and was treated with natural biologics designed to repair and restore tissue in her knees. Three months later, she was climbing the highest mountain in North America. I got a very quick resolution to my pain. I began treatment in March, and I summited Denali June the 7th. It was super successful, and I recommend everyone seek out QC Kinetics as an alternative to surgery. Get your life back with lasting results. No surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Call QC Kinetics today. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Have fungus gnats invaded your potted plants? Control these pests with BTI, the active ingredient in Summit Responsible Solutions, Mosquito Bits. This naturally occurring bacterium kills mosquito larvae, and it also kills fungus gnat larvae in potting soil. Just follow the easy instructions on the label. Mosquito Bits are harmless to people, plants, and wildlife. Summit Mosquito Bits are available at garden centers, hardware stores, and at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. Before New Cascade Platinum Plus, I would pre-rinse all my dishes because my old detergent just wouldn't get them clean. But now, I do dishes differently. A no pre-wash, no rewash, money-back guaranteed kind of different. Because Cascade Platinum Plus has double the grease fighting power of Dawn built right in with twice the scrubbing power, giving me a clean that lets me break all the dish rules. I just scrape, load, and I'm done. Yep, (laughs) so clean. With Cascade Platinum Plus, I dare to dish differently. The Gators are here. The Bunched it with the right hand. Powered up. Throws our quarter right. Three on the way. Good, good, good. Shoots off the glass and in. Foul of the play. This is Gator Country. Goes for the dunk. Blocked from behind by Fudge. Angle right three. Bang! Got it. That'll do it. A 
Florida basketball on the Gator Sports Network. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. We're proud to be your home for Gator women's basketball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Matt says, agree, we need some rules with NIL. How about a salary cap we can spread among multiple players? Love to see players not get a dime until they completed the year of playing for their school. That way you don't see high school kids that haven't done a thing in college, making millions per year. NIL isn't as big of a tool in recruiting. Reward the college players for their play on the field. I don't think many people would argue with Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud making a million or two per year. As for the NFL, last night's game gave him heart palpitations, but the 49ers D stood tall, got the win against arch-rival Dallas. Lots of credit to Dan Quinn and his defense. They slowed the 49ers down more than anybody since Brock Purdy took over. Yeah, that's what's going to happen with that situation, too, if Brock Purdy continues to play well at quarterback. Uh, Bernard, hello. Steve, I want to answer that question. I, I'm going to go with Carlos Dunlap, probably the best skater he's had over 100 sacks, a long career. And also Johnny Townsend, the punter for Kansas City. And uh, if uh, the Atlanta Falcons get a better quarterback, maybe Cal Pitts will be a household name. I want this basketball team, Steve. I'm more interested in this football, this transfer portal. But I find myself watching this basketball team. I watched the game, and we had two possessions late in the second half. Uh, Castleton took an outside shot, and I'm saying to myself, we have a lead. The clock is our alley. Why not put the ball on the floor and take it to the basket? Then we come back down the next possession, and Kawaja Reeves throw a jacks up a corner shot. And I'm saying, why are we taking those shots and not working it and getting to the basket? You know, I, I like Todd Golden. I, I was just ready for a change from Mike White, but I want to see this team play smart. And I think just like Billy Napier, he's going to have to get in getting some uh, some some players because with this scoring, it's obvious now it becomes scoring by committed. You know, you we may have to get eight, nine, six, whatever we can get. To, to get our total. Steve, this other thing that I want you to come in on, and I'm listening to you here in Orlando, you said that there's a perception out there that Gator fan, that the Florida, we don't have as much skin in the game. And I listened to the callers call in about NIL saying, this guy, they shouldn't be making this. They shouldn't be getting that. When you talk to your other counterparts with these other programs, is it me or do they seem more willing to fork out this money because all they care about is winning football games? Uh, that's that's not a question, Bernard. I can answer with one or two sentences. It just varies. It just varies. Certainly, there are some schools that are more receptive towards NIL that uh, got into the NIL game more quickly, uh, and that has reaped advantages for them, at least in the short term. Because to your point, okay, 
and I think this is this has also been lost in the shuffle when it comes to NIL. I think people, a lot of people think it's just for high school people. It's not. I, I can tell you that other coaches on this campus have lost kids to other schools because of more money. It's not just football, right? So I think the schools that have embraced this have gotten uh, out in front of this right now are reaping the benefits. Will Florida get to that point? Remains to be seen. Okay. What do you think? Why do you think we were a little slow to why? Why have we been slow to the party, Steve? Uh, if I knew the answer to that, uh, I'd probably run for president. I, I don't know that. I, I just think Florida has always been sort of conservative, and I and I'm going to be a history guy here. Okay, mm-hmm. go back to when Florida got put on probation. Yes. Okay, I think yes. since then. Florida has gone out of its way to make sure they ran a squeaky clean program. They didn't want anything to do with any issues with the NCAA. So they didn't they didn't push the envelope. They just like in uh, facilities, right? I mean, Florida was slow to realize that other schools were passing them in terms of facilities, and played catch-up. And I think part of the reason behind that was Florida was winning. You know, when, when, when Urban was here and they were winning, we, we don't need a facility. We, we're, we're winning now. Well, other schools began to build facilities. Other schools got better at it, and Florida got caught behind. That's I'm a big history guy. That's, that's my history lesson. Same thing with the basketball program with Billy Dummish. Steve, you're absolutely right. Uh, they, I think that's a leadership issue, and I think as much as we credit Jeremy Foley, we also need to look at him with a, a little sideways, Steve, because probably one of his greatest accomplishments during his time at Florida was making sure Florida, I guess, didn't get back on probation. He, you know, that seemed to be one of his main things. It was. A good thing. But, you know, there were other things happening. Steve, you have a good day. Okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Adam, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve. How are you doing today, my man? Good. All right. Fantastic. Um, I love the conversation uh, about NIL. Um, I think that um, your options on that, to scrap it and go with it, are a little, not a little bit, but definitely uh, – it, it that's not on the table. You can't scrap NIL, obviously, because the Congress already weighed in on it, and they put it back in the. the no, lab Congress the didn't weigh in on it. That's the whole point. You, you're that's this false. The reason NIL doesn't work, in my opinion, is because it's a state by state thing. No, but I know. But when NCAA took it to Congress, they said without a doubt, you you have to deal with this on your own. Period. Oh yeah, right, that's, right, yeah. That that that's my point. So you, so they're as far as scrapping the NIL, that's off the table. That's not going to happen. So um, you know, I don't think it's being talked about enough that these coaches and these buyout salaries are a big part of not necessarily NIL, but another thing that has to be fixed. So I mean. 
players should certainly be have the opportunity with NIL to make money there. That there, there's no doubt about that. So, and as far as the salary cap, that's not an answer either because you have teams like, say, for instance, uh, TCU. Well, not TCU because they're in Texas and all the oil money. But you get what I'm saying. You have programs that don't make the same. They don't have the same uh, resources and finances that these larger uh, programs do. Well, so, but you can, but you can legislate that. I mean, there's salary caps in pro sports. Well, exactly, but that's a diff, that's that's a different that's a different ballpark. Well, now, but know, it doesn't have to be. Is my point because okay. if if you're gonna, you know, a lot of times I like to look ahead, and you know, sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm wrong. I foresee the day when. Uh, college kids are unionized and when there's going to be negotiations very much like negotiations with an entity in a union. And if you do that, if you do that, then you can collectively bargain and then you can put in there, you know, whatever you want. Do I think it's going to happen tomorrow? No. But I don't think anybody five years ago thought there'd ever be an NIL either and look look what's happened. Yeah, exactly, and I, I I appreciate that. That is that is uh that's on this side of brilliance. I appreciate that. Um, also, don't don't you think that the agents, the blood sucking agents that are rese- representing these these basically young adults that have no idea about financing, are influencing the parents and selling them a dream so that they can get paid? Sure, we're we're forgetting about these agents that could care less about the child getting a getting a a degree where he can even if he if he gets hurt which the probability is is highly likely you know um i mean the agents play a play a part in this too so it's just so complicated man i mean like i don't think it needs to be scrapped but there definitely needs to be um some for, form of legislation and as i said these coaches that are getting these buyouts when they completely fail is ridiculous. And that's something for the presidents of these universities and the ADs need to figure out as well. Go Gators. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Adam. The problem with that is then you won't get the coach. You won't get the coach. The the market, the coach, look, coaches have agents too, right? Who negotiate for them. Well, if they get fired, if you want me, then here's what's going to cost you to buy me out. That that's that's price doing business. I don't like it. Price of doing business, however. One thirty. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final half hour left. Plenty of time for your questions, calls, and comments. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. 
At International Diamond Center, it's not just a new year. It's a new opportunity to bring you more choices, more value, more ways to celebrate your love. So we've expanded our selection of exquisite, hand-picked, ethically sourced diamonds from a half carat to 20 carats, all shapes, all sizes, all at our famous no middleman prices. This year especially, we know price matters, and we're committed to delivering the best value every day. We've also brought in even more exclusive designer jewelry, new cutting-edge fashion-forward rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, pendants, things you you can't find anywhere else. And of course, IDC is proud to offer a truly spectacular collection of luxury timepieces, including a stunning selection of pre-owned Rolexes. We have all the most popular models in stock with no wait list and no restrictions. Come to IDC in 2023 and let our non-commissioned experts help you celebrate those important milestones. We guarantee the best value, the highest quality, and the strongest warranties and guarantees in the jewelry industry. International Diamond Center. Locations, hours, and more at shopidc.com. Yeah, remember when all phones sounded like that? Hey, it's Brian Mudd, and I sure do. But you've got to go with the times, so go with Affinity Cellular. Affinity is offering three months free service and a free flip or smartphone with a 30-day guarantee. Happy with your current phone? That works, too. Get unlimited talk and texts for as little as $15 a month. Get started right now at Affinity, with an A, Cellular.com. Affinity Cellular, everything you need and nothing you don't. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. They gave me a new mouth. <laughs> I'm stunned at how much more confidence that I have now because I have a real mouth that, um, that I don't have to cover. My dentist for the past 30 years, I feel like he got to a place where I wasn't sure what to do with me here. The biggest deal was they gave me an overall plan. This is where we're headed. This is what we're going to do and then work through that plan. It is a place where you can come, enjoy your time here, have pretty dramatic work done, pain-free, and then be very pleased with the results. And you leave with friends. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Clouds will gradually clear out as we go through the day today, but it will be on the cool side thanks to north-northwesterly winds. Those winds will be at times gusty as well, getting upwards of 20 to even 25 miles per hour. Highs today only in the low to mid-60s. That's a couple of degrees below average. Lows tonight fall into the 30s. It will be a cold night, but we'll start to warm things up by tomorrow. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard. And now... Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Who are the great quarterbacks? Not good, very good, great. One that you say, or two that you say, three you say, they're great. Well, Patrick Mahomes is now, he's the great quarterback. Is Josh Allen great? Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes, and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming in February, Florida Gators softball. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. 
This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Jim says, how about the NIL, require at least one semester of successful academic performance a cap of 100 grand in the first year with increasing amounts allowed as athlete progresses. Injury would put it on hold because of all medical attention is covered. And again, I just threw out today, you know, if you had this to do again, you know, would, would, would you want NIL? Would you not want it? And overwhelmingly, uh, it has been uh, scrap NIL. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve, what's up, man? Yeah, definitely scrap NIL, but I'm kind of nil out, man. Let's talk a little college baseball, Steve. Steve, are you going to have the uh, show with Jeff, the uh, baseball show? Yes. All right. You have a little preseason special or something coming up? Uh, we're working on an exact date now. We normally start in about March, you know, when uh, after the basketball show. So I would imagine it'll be, you know, second week of March, third week of March or so. All right, beautiful. If you're working on guests, man, it'll be really awesome if you get either uh, Kyle Peterson or Chris Burke. I can hear you talk baseball with those guys all day, man. Uh, very knowledgeable dudes. Uh, Steve, if you look at the top three for the Baseball America, man, all SEC, right? Yeah, I mentioned that I'm earlier. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mentioned that I'm, earlier on the show, yeah. Right. I'm kind of being biased here, but if I look at it right, man, I think LSU definitely has the best lineup. I think Tennessee's got the best rotation, but I think Florida brings the best combination of both, man, especially with Tennessee uh, pretty much having to reset their entire starting line. Um, it's going to take them a little while to get uh, acclimated. Uh, but that's how I see it, Steve. What about you there on that top three? Oh, I think you could probably flip a coin. Um, because, look, did anybody think Florida would start out as slowly as it did a year ago? Now, injuries played into that, that's the, and that's the X factor here, you know, to see what happens before the season starts. But I look at it big picture, Tony. It, somebody, whoever goes to Omaha from the SEC is going to have to really earn it, at least on paper, because of all those teams, not just in the top 25, in the top 10 and Florida plays a lot of those teams, plus Miami, who I think is way overrated to number eight. That's another whole story. So we'll see. Yeah. The good thing is that in baseball, unlike football, you know, you just got to get really into that top 16, top top eight, preferably to host the Super, host the Regional. But um, as far as for the season goes, Steve, I think the key is going to be for Rivera shortstop to get off to a good start. I noticed in the fall he kind of took a leadership role. He came back for his, I think, senior year. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, Steve. So if he gets off to a good start, I think it'll be a big boost to the whole squad. If he doesn't and he scuffles a bit, it's going to cause Sully to hurt some feelings, man. And unlike last year, he's got the depth, especially in the infield this year, to make some moves. So you hope it doesn't come to that. So I think Rivera getting off to a good start is the key to the season, at, at least early on, Steve. Yeah, uh, I, I, he does have much better depth, at least on paper. Correct. Uh, than a year ago, and I think we saw, you know, with Sully last year, you know, he, when he had to make some changes, you know, he made some changes. I think he's, but, I, you know, it's funny. Last year may not have been uh, the most successful year with baseball, but I think he had a special affinity, you know, for that team, but they didn't give up, and, and they could have folded the tent. There seems to be, on paper, 
a lot more talent on this group. Those young guys are a year older, you know, plus what you brought in the portal, plus the returning guys. I want to see how that all meshes. For sure. All right, Steve. Look forward to it, man. Me Take too. Care, Thank you, Tony. Appreciate your call. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Steve, I heard an interesting uh, trivia question on another show I want to throw at you and throw something at you about Mark Emmert uh, also. Hey, Steve, um, Brock Purdy's going to be a rookie to start at a conference championship game. Uh, I'll just rattle it off to you. You got any idea who the four rookie quarterbacks to start conference championship games are? Well, there's in NFL four? History? four. Uh, right. Not counting Brock Purdy. It'll be okay. five. You mean just spit it out in the interest of time? Yeah, I'm just trying to think here. Just give me 30 seconds. Um, Lamar Jackson? No. Okay. I'm just, I'll just do it, Steve. All right. Um, uh, Roethlisberger, that's not too surprising, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know that his name would roll off your tongue, but okay. Uh, Flacco, the Ravens are a good organization. Flacco. Well, that's why I picked Lamar Jackson. Yeah, okay. Okay. Number three, um, as a Jets fan, you probably even miss this one, Mark Sanchez, butt fumble. Okay. And no way in the world any real hardcore football fan would get this one. You know, in a week of thinking about this, Sean King with the Bucks. Okay, you're right. I Pretty wild, have. isn't it? I wouldn't have wild. guessed that at all. Yeah. All right, say so one thing on the, the NCAA Mark Emmert real quick. Um, where did Mark Emmert come from? He's retired or going to retire, I guess, now. Did he come? Was he the Pac-12 commissioner or the president of Seattle, University of Washington or something? I don't know where he was at the um, time, at the place before he became the NCAA president. I don't, I don't want to yeah, say and be wrong. Out, yeah, West Coast guy somehow, I think. But anyway, Steve, I listen to a lot of sports radio. I don't know how much you do, but for 30 years, I've never heard the call come in, hey, I really like the NCAA and I really like the job the NCAA is doing. That's over 30 years of listening to sports radio. As you well know, Steve, the NCAA, as the NCAA likes to remind everybody, is is us. It's it's Foley. It's your athletic director. It's supposedly made up by the schools, although I think there is a deep state uh, a shadow to the NCAA. But they try to tell you that it's the, it's it's us. It's everybody. But, Steve, you know, Mark Emmert, everybody, I think NIL's a Rubik's Cube, but another guy that takes heat constantly is Mark Emmert. Ah, he's doing a terrible job. NCAA should have stepped up five years ago and fixed this, blah, 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 blah. Well, Mark Emmert's been cashing a big check for a long time, Steve. He's off to uh, the Villages or somewhere now. And I think what he's done is just thrown the porcupine back in all these late-night talk show dudes saying pay the players, saying, all right, smart guy. Here's the porcupine you solved the Rubik's Cube. I think it's an unsolvable puzzle. The toothpaste is out of the tube, as they like to say. And I just think it's kind of funny. Everybody busts on the NCAA Mark Emmert, and Mark Emmert got the last laugh. He's retired. Yeah, he did. But I, but the whole point of that is what? Well, what if I called in some show out in L.A. and said, you know what, that's Steve Russell. He's been a horrible uh, you know, radio guy in Gainesville. He, he needs to solve world peace. He hasn't given us world peace yet. I just think it's kind of funny. Everybody rips uh, Mark Emmert. Everybody rips the NCAA. But he got filthy rich. Okay. See you, Steve. All right. He was paid. Of course he got that. I'm not sure of the point there. If you're saying, you know, ha, 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 I've made my money. I'm going to retire. Well, okay. I, I, if that's the point you're making. Um, you know, he... he 
people forget this. It was at Washington. I looked that up. But I remember <clears throat> he was also LSU's chancellor. He's got SEC ties. I did not know Washington top of my head, but I did know LSU. And, yeah, I mean, when he he's officially retired now. And did he make a lot of money? Yes. The NCAA is very, very, very good at tournaments. And give the devil due. Look at the insane money that organization has made. Well, that takes leadership. That takes, you know, negotiation, etc. So, you know, the problem is that late in his tenure, <clears throat> in my opinion, and remember, here's a guy who sat right across from me when he was here not too long ago toward the end of his tenure. But, you know, he, he oversaw some really good things and he oversaw some horrible things. And part of the reason we're in the dilemma we're in is because of him and because of the NCAA. No, no, no question about it. So, and yes, is he going to retire and, you know, make a lot of money? Yep, he is. J remember, just think who employed him. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Shillery. Final segment coming up, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Chris Will. Former Gators men's tennis star Ben Shelton has advanced to the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. At just 20 years of age, Shelton becomes the first American man in two decades to reach a major quarterfinal before turning 21. Shelton will play fellow American Tommy Paul tomorrow. Moving to the hardwood, it's a big week for SEC basketball. Top games include LSU facing number 25 Arkansas, Georgia going up against number 9 Tennessee, and the Florida Gators facing South Carolina at the Odom on Wednesday night. Florida is now 4-3 in conference play after beating Mississippi State on Saturday. And in the NBA, the Orlando Magic are back at the Amway Center tonight against the Boston Celtics. The Magic enter with a 17-29 record, and the Miami Heat are off tonight, but they'll also play the Celtics tomorrow. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Chris Will. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. On the road, there's a thin line between safety and tragedy. Don't cross it. Give law enforcement, first responders, and service professionals the space needed to do their jobs. When you see flashing lights, move over a lane or slow down 20 miles an hour below the posted speed limit. See lights? Move over, Florida. It's common sense, it's common courtesy, and it's the law. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Open up a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van and you're opening up more than doors. You're unlocking potential with 16 body types, thousands of ways to customize. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help drive your ambitions as far as you want them to go. 
Now you could win your very own Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van customized by Gretsch RV by entering the Dan Patrick Show's Ultimate Fan Van Sweepstakes. To enter and get official rules, visit danpatrick.com for your chance to win. This message is brought to you by Discover. Did you know you could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection? The latest innovation from Discover. Discover will help regularly remove your personal information like your name and address from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And they'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. That's discover.com slash online privacy protection. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and everywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. All right, we wrap up our show for today. Jim says the NIL in its current iteration is not sustainable. Look at the acronym name, image, likeness. Seems to be the whole concept was allowing the athletes to profit from someone using their name, picture, etc. NIL today bears no resemblance to that. It is just a free-for-all with athletes selling themselves to the highest bidder. Since you're a history guy, just think about the athletes standing in front of coaches bidding on them and see what comes to mind. Okay, uh, Elliot, need a name here uh, for the caller? Ah, David, hello. Go ahead, David. Hey, Steve. Uh-huh. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Um, I, I'm gonna, I think uh, the point that uh, Catalan was trying to make was uh, that Emirate basically said this is a good time to get out, and you guys, if you're so smart, you figure it out, <laughs> that type of a thing. Um, and I, you know, I, I don't know where it's headed. Uh, uh, obviously I don't think anybody does at this point, but it looks like it's headed towards, you know, some sort of collective bargaining, which makes me ill. But, uh, do you have any, any uh, opinion on where you think it's headed? Yeah, I, I kind of said that earlier that, you know, anybody who thinks they know where this is going, is crazy. Cause I don't think coaches know. I don't think agents know. I don't think anybody knows. I do think if, if somebody said to me, fix this, okay, I think the first thing we have to figure out here is what are we going to do with the student-athletes, right? Or is it going to be collectively bargained? Are they going to become, you know, that sort of player like a pro is? That's the first thing I think you have to decide here. Based on that decision, you move forward. But I don't think that's going to be the way they go. Yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, nobody knows at this point. <laughs> no. All right, Steve, and, all right. thank you, David. And, and that's the trouble, right? There's all these – I mean, there's a lot of people who think NIL stinks, I think we can all agree to that, right? And I think it's especially older people who are used to the model that they grew up with thinks this is just awful. Because, again, as many have said today, 
They haven't proven they can do anything. What are you giving them all this money for? They haven't played a down of college football. So why are we doing that? Okay, I get it. In a lesser sense, you're giving a lot of money to college players when they get drafted who have never played a down in the NFL. How come they can get that money? And you're going to tell me, well, they've proven it. Okay, yes, they proved it at the college level, but I'm a history guy. Look how many people who were drafted in the first round end up sucking in the NFL. And money was, quote, wasted or, well, a terrible draft pick. And you got guys like Tom Brady, who's a six-round pick. I mean, so, and that is the other thing that I think fans don't, don't get. I, I shouldn't say don't get. I think are frustrated by no one, no one or no entity seems to be grabbing this by the horns and saying, okay, Let's all get together here and figure this damn thing out. Nobody's doing that. The NCAA just wants to cash checks, and I get it, okay? They don't want any part of this. Congress, nope. They don't want any part of this either. So then who does? Who does? I, I, I don't know. And, and that is where the void is here. And if you have everybody doing different things, well, you're going to get this disparity. You're going to get this difference in how some schools attack NIL and how some schools don't. I, I, I don't know any other way to say it. And it's a shame because we're going to be talking about this between now, spring practice, and then spring practice to the fall. And what happens? What happens if we know that player X is making a whole lot of money and that player doesn't perform? Are you going to boom? Are you going to boom? I'll bet you some people will if they know what you know that player is making. PG, hello. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, so, I agree that it's probably going to go to, you know, unionization and, and um, you know, collective bargaining. My thing is, and I, I just don't, I don't, I don't understand, or I don't think it's possible. I'm not an expert, but even if you collective bargain, you set a cap, uh, the schools pay the players and, and all that. That's great. The issue is, these deals that are from the outside are endorsements that are outside of the collective bargaining anyway. So I don't, I don't see how you can, how you can limit that. That's the big problem. Here's how you can limit it. I think, I think if, if, if you it's like in the NFL, right? You have a union and the union negotiates with the league and they set parameters. The problem is there's no league. Who are you gonna if 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 suddenly there's there's unionization of players, who do they negotiate with? The NCAA? Who? Well well let's look at the NFL. Let's say Drew Brees was still playing because he had a Gillette contract on the side. You know, we could they well, 
the NFL can set the parameters on what they can pay him, which was pretty substantial, max contracts and all that for quarterbacks, which you know they get paid. But there's nothing in there to say, hey, you can't let Gillette pay you double what that Correct. salary would be on the side. So how could you ever, even if you collective bargained within college, limit that? Because that, that goes against the anti-labor trust laws. And, and that's that's the biggest problem here. Like they've already, that's why I don't think Emirate and them, even if they would have gotten ahead of it, would have been able to do anything. If you really look at it, you get what I'm saying? I do. It's out of control. I do. I don't know how. Now, this is my thing. What about if you collect a bargain and it's substantial? Because that's what it is in the NFL. You, you then, meaning you pay these guys probably what they deserve. If the TV deal is worth $85 million plus everything else that's coming in to SEC schools, they're probably actually worth, I mean, maybe not NFL, but I wonder what that tier would look like, you know, looking at the revenue brought in. I mean, I don't know. You have to make it substantial to where, like a Ruiz or a, you know, a big booster, their money isn't as great as it is right now. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't know if that's good either to pay them that much. Um, and again, that's I don't know, man. That's the whole thing here, PG. There, there are so many unknowns, uh, areas that at the college level we've never gone to before. That it's confusing and, yeah. and and when the fan gets confused you know look what what is it what does a fan want to do especially at the college level okay you want to wear your orange and blue or whatever color you you know you subscribe to go out and go root your team on and if you want to help them financially and become a booster or whatever you do that and that's what you do. Very simple. Very, very simple. Okay? The NIL, which is, I think, well-intentioned because of the significant sick dollars the NCAA makes, maybe unintentionally, it has thrown a great big monkey wrench into that because now you're not just supporting the team or the school you're supporting an individual. And I think that's the crux of the problem. Yeah, I it's and you know, like NASCAR had a really big following. You know, that was one of the things where people bought the merchandise. And then they had a, a big dip because the product, they started messing with the product and people got tired of it. And college football, that I mean it's so ingrained, but you're, you're actually really messing with the product, and I don't see how that's a good thing long-term. So hopefully they get it fixed. But thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, PG. Thank you. Where this will actually enter into things is if people get sick of it. I'm not going to support the school anymore. I'm not going to go to the games anymore. Why, why should I go here when I can watch a pro game and just have have just the same experience because free agency, well, there's free agency now in college. So that is where the attention will lie. What if attendance drops? What if interest at the college level drops because of all of this? That, and really only that, 
will get the attention of everybody. Uh, let me close today by saying we were supposed to have Athletic Director Scott Strickland on here tomorrow. Uh, apparently something came up in his schedule, so he will not be here. Uh, we are going to try to reschedule and get him on here uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, tomorrow, you know, with, with Ben Shelton's success, hope to talk to his dad, the Gator men's tennis coach, about his team, plus you know Ben at the Australian Open. And uh, we'll talk with Santa Fe baseball coach Johnny Wiggs. They start their regular season this weekend. Yeah, in January they start. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Thanks to Elliot for producing today. We thank you for tuning in to Sports Scene and being part of us and talking sports. Enjoy doing it every day. And thanks to Mark Wise today for being here for Hoop. There it is. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, 251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now, live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. Well, it's not Chuck. It's me instead, Dan Matthews. What's going on, everybody? As we get going in a, another week of the offseason, but still the college football conversation rages on right here on the Chuck Oliver Show. Chuck is out today, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. But good news, he's back on Friday from Beach Location Undisclosed as uh, Chuck uh, getting a little bit of R&R after the season. Like I said, I'll get mine uh, next uh, next month. I got that uh, coming up uh, to look forward to at the end of next month. And, you know, when I put in my vacation time with the bosses, they're like, oh, really? And I said, yeah, you know, you know, step away for a little bit. So get a little uh, R&R before uh, the uh, spring practice uh, slate starts to hit and do all that kind of stuff. And then uh, we'll be uh, ready to go uh, to uh, get you ready for all of that. And uh, the uh, summer uh, chicken and green beans circuit, I guess, as uh, Chip Towers, uh, the AJC one time called it. And uh, I said, you know, why Why do they call it that? Or why do you call it that? He said, oh, because at all those, like, coaching speaking events, it's always, you know, some of those catered meals, and it's chicken and green beans. So it's the chicken and green beans circuit. So there you go. Uh, speaking of uh, covering Georgia, a guy that does it pretty well, uh, Jordan Hill of uh, Dogs 247. He is going to join us uh, here in about 10 minutes. Uh, bottom of this hour, uh, John Michaels from uh, the State of the U, or State of uh, Miami podcast, uh, beg your pardon, State of Miami podcast, also with uh, 6A The Fan in Atlanta. He covers uh, the Canes. Pretty closely, uh, we will uh, talk with uh, John. Uh, top of uh, next hour, Heath Klein from 107.5, the game in Columbia, South Carolina. He is going to hop on and talk with us. And then uh, bottom of next hour, really looking forward to this, 